When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We had some news yesterday that we were pretty down with. Yeah, we were feeling really good about this. Uh, I think it was Variety that broke the story. Jeopardy had a front runner, clear cut front runner, was in advanced negotiations with their executive producer, Mike Richards, to become the host. But now he's in Jeopardy. Donna. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see it. <laughs> you know I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, you're ridiculous. Here's how the headline reads from The Hollywood Reporter. Jeopardy host, frontrunner, and executive producer Mike Richards was cited in a 2010 bias suit. After that, it says, a former model on The Price is Right quoted the then-executive producer of The Price is Right, Richards, as saying, go figure, I fire five models, what are the odds that one of the ones I keep gets pregnant? So this goes back to when he was the head honcho at uh, The Price is Right. He took over in 2008, if I uh, do my time there correct. So he said he fired five models. Yes. And the one he... Kept, got pregnant. He had. Uh, I'll read it right from the Hollywood Reporter. They say Richards, who had taken on producing responsibilities at The Price is Right in 08, attempted a more active role for models on the TV game show. Unlike when Bob Barker fronted the game show, Richards wanted the models to interact with new host Drew Carey and the show's contestants. Richards even envisioned having microphones on the models so that the audiences could hear them speak. That's cool. Yeah. But as a California appeals court would uh, later note, there existed some evidence that Richards harbored pregnancy-based animus. In particular, there was a holiday party in 2008 when he bemoaned, allegedly, the effect of Cochran's pregnancy, the Barker's beauty, so to speak, in question. Um, He said this to staffing. Go figure, I fire five models. What are the odds? One of the ones that I keep gets pregnant. Now, Cochran, the model who he said that to, apparently... Said she originally kept her pregnancy secret because she didn't want to be fired. Later, she did tell uh, she did tell others that she was pregnant with twins. When Cochran did so, she testified that Richards quote put his head in his hands. The next day, Richards allegedly stormed up to her and said, "Twins? Are you kidding? Are you serious?" Uh, now Richards defended not hire rehiring Cochran, who's very sadly had a miscarriage with one of the twins and pointed to the stress that she endured. 
Um, but he defended not rehiring her because of the show's evolving format. At trial, he testified. Oh, they went to trial? Yeah, he testified the show was relying upon fewer models. And while Cochran was a good model, she would not take us to great. I don't know how you assess models on The Price is Right. I suppose that is the job of the executive producer, but that's what they say. Anyway, a jury sided with Cochran and awarded her $8.5 million in uh, compensatory and punitive damages. Wow. Landmark verdict at the time, but one that was short-lived as a judge then wiped out the verdict for bad jury instructions. Oh. Uh, So, anyway. So, was the case dismissed? Then they... uh, the judge was confused about standards in discrimination cases, something that would eventually be addressed last year by the Supreme Court in a big case against Comcast. Anyway, Fremantle Media, in charge of Prices Right, wanted more from the trial judge. The producer insisted that based on the evidence, including Richard's testimony, the judge should have delivered a loss for Cochran. So Fremantle appealed. In a victory for Cochran, the appeals court ruled there was sufficient evidence for a second trial. The case then settled. All of that says that Mike Richards, the front runner for Jeopardy, okay. was tied up in, in this pregnancy bias lawsuit Got it. from a former model on The Price is Right who said she discriminated against him. Excuse me. He discriminated against her because of her pregnancy. Did he fire her when she got pregnant? He did not fire her when she got pregnant. As I read it, he did not hire her back afterward. Six of one, half a dozen, After two she another. had the baby After and, she and took baby. her time off, he didn't Correct. bring her back. Correct. Now, he defended that in court saying she was good, but not going to take us to great with his new vision for Barker's Beauty. Look, make of it what you will mm-hmm. we've dealt mm-hmm. with we've dealt with uh past icky yeah with a bunch of celebrities in a bunch of different ways and so what jeopardy will have to decide is uh it might who knows mike richards might come out and talk about it my guess is he won't but maybe he would but jeopardy will have to make a decision do we care about this do we know something different of him today than 11 years ago is this damaging to us? Have we learned other sides of Mike Richards that make us feel this, really good about okay, it? Okay, but they hired him, right? So he's the executive producer. Correct, yeah. They knew about it. Oh, yeah, my, I was oh, going to say, yeah, not, this was public. Absolutely. They're just bringing it to light again because he's being considered for this job. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I mean, I don't think that sounds great, what he said. Mm-hmm. I can picture it being said. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can yeah. picture someone saying that because it creates a hassle for the person. Sure. Yeah. For the for the the manager, the management. Like, oh gosh, think, now we have to find someone and Yeah. And I you can believe it. two things at the same exactly time. Exactly what which I'm saying. Which is yes. we wanna Honor and I think extend maternity leave. Absolutely. uh, You know, other countries are leading the way in that. I want those things. And I can also not not necessarily this conduct that is alleged and detailed in this this 2010 suit with Mike Richards and the price is right. But I can understand if you were a boss, the strain that that would put on you of, oh, no, now I've got to go out and find something. And we just we just let go of these people. Now we're sort of shorter staffed. And now yeah. this happens. Over, I, like understand I could picture that, that happening sure. in real life. You know, I could I could hear someone saying that. Um, the part that's really bad 
is if he did, in fact, not bring her back because now she's a new mom and has right. no responsibilities. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't. Be and so also, great. you don't go up to a pregnant woman who is celebrating this wonderful thing in her exactly. life and say, are you kidding? Look, if you want to, if you want to feel the stress of, dang it, now I've got to. Now my job's in jeopardy. Or, or, or no, like I have to now find somebody. To, I get that that is a logistical thing that takes yes. extra, extra effort. You can feel that stress on your own, but you do not go up to the woman who is pregnant, Correct. celebrating this wonderful thing and say, twins, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's a bad thing. And I hope that he, if in fact that is all true, I hope that he looks back on that with regret and, oh boy, did I mishandle how right. I would communicate And I hope with her. that when he settled with her that he offered an apology. Yeah. So hmm. anyway, now we'll, we'll find out what all Jeopardy right. has to say uh, um, about it, but we'll uh, see if it continues to move forward and if Mike uh, Richards comes out and addresses that at all. His job's in jeopardy, <laughs> baby. I don't know that tune. What? When we what? come back. What are you talking about? What are you talking I'll about? I'll play it coming back. All right. When All we right, come back, yeah. we'll hear that song, whatever the bleep it's that Weird was. Al, I think, who well, there did was, a, There was an original. Correct. I'll play and, them both. Why not? When we return, we have definitive proof in a study that Americans are delusional. When it comes to self-awareness. That's <laughs> true. And watching the Olympics. <laughs> we'll explain when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Are you ready? What are we doing now? Uh, we're going to study. Steve. All right. I Wait, hang on. Give me a second. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, good. Studies have shown that... Studies medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. You're my buddy, boo! We all need better self-awareness. 40% of us think that we could hold our own in at least one event at the Summer or Winter no, Olympics. Can't. How many percent? 40. That's no, 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 no. These are, these are these are the best of the best. The best. And there's other people that didn't make it to the Olympics who are also some of the best. I even watched some table tennis last night. Oh. Something that, you know, I've played and I should sure. hold my own, but not against, you know, anybody. No. Um, I watched some karate last night. Too. Karate. It was, nice. it was a lot of, hi. Oh, oh are they doing it. noises? Oh, it was, I love it really good felt noises. like watching a Bruce Lee movie, but, and, it, and these were women. Rocco. Yes. I told Steve this morning before you got here that I was watching the women's relay races. Yeah. I literally thought the show was, the TV was on fast forward. That's how fast they were running. I'm like. This is adorable. I mean, Steve, you had to see. Like, it was unbelievable. I mean, how do 40% of people think that they could hold Because they have no self-awareness, like Steve said. Yeah. And by the way, a lot of us think that we could compete in the more physical events, too. Basketball, soccer, and swimming. Okay. We're all popular choices. Now, the study adds this. Quick reality check. 74% of adults in the United States are either obese or overweight. 40%? 74% are obese or overweight, but 40% of us still think, I could hang. And not, like, not... Not table tennis, or which we would get dominated in, or the rifle stuff in the Mm -hmm. Winter Olympics when you ski and then shoot things. Mm -hmm. They also asked, um, 
which events would you like to be added to the Summer Olympics? I certainly have one. They, pickleball. The, top, the pickleball, I absolutely think should be. I think yeah. it might be someday. The top answers were MMA. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would watch that. Lacrosse. Sure. Wait, is that the is that the horses in the basket? No, yeah. like I'm mixing. The That's polo, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right, polos with the with the golf clubs on uh, the sure, yeah, like and the a, horses. And then curling is the ball with the net yeah, on the that, stick. I don't get that curling. Yeah, that's an Olympic sport. That's yeah. the one that. Uh, well, yeah, curling. Maybe is, yeah. Uh, you know, that's where you know the. I remember a couple years ago, the U.S. team that was in the Olympics, really lo- good. They didn't even win their own like club tournament in Duluth. <laughs> <laughs> they just happened to go on a roll like at the qualifiers. Oh goal, wow, you know I mean? that's awesome! But that is a sport that's a lot tougher than it looks. Yeah, yeah, sweeping is hard. Yes, okay. um, and the curling <laughs> and the sliding. People and also want bowling that. to be a. Uh, I would watch that too. I remember the bowling Bowling. shows. Oh yeah, bowling for dollars. Yeah, Yeah, I used to watch that every day after school. Bowling would be a good one. You know, one of the best bowlers in the world. He's Australian. There's some good Swedish bowlers. Yeah. Okay. There's an epic bowling celebration that now I want to find. Oh, where he's like, you think you are? I'm the. Yeah, you think you are? I am. Yeah, who do you think you are? I am. What are you, you talking about? You know, just when the words Pete didn't Weber quite make it. Junior, whatever his name is. You think yeah, you can grab that? Uh, and probably. then can you tell me what lacrosse is, please? Yeah, lacrosse is when you're running around on, like, uh, imagine like a soccer field, smaller nets, you have a helmet, like a face mask situation on, and there is a, a stick with a net well, on okay, it, and you're tossing the ball about. to each other. Okay, that's but no what horses. I meant, that's what I meant by the baskets. Okay. Oh, okay. No horses. No that's horses. polo. Okay. That's polo. Who plays polo? Marco. <laughs> Dad hmm. jokes. I'm afraid I'm full that of the, them uh, no. when I click on the link, there's a GD in it, so I don't know. I might not play the. Oh, there is. But I watched a lot. When my kid was little and I was just tired with nothing better to do, I watched a lot of bowling. And uh, that's when this guy, Pete Weber, was really good. And his dad was Dick Weber. You might remember him. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, he won a tournament, and he was like, who do you think you are? I am. And he's also known for, like, <laughs> doing the double chop, like, towards his crotchal region. Oh, no, really? No. I used to do that. Yeah, the double chop. You know? <laughs> well, that yeah, that's from uh, Degeneration X is where that really became popular. Yeah. A wrestling it's faction like in the WWE. Too. Nice. Yeah, and they would, Degeneration X, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, uh, and then they would say, suck it. <laughs> and then they would like do the they would do the X down there, and then now people oh, just do sure. that too. Oh sure, yeah. oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was, yeah, that's aggressive. A bowler was doing that. Oh yeah, this guy Pete Weber, he's kind of like the bad boy of bowling, even though he's like sixty. Oh my god! Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I totally want to watch Bowling for Dollars. That's such a great show. Bring that back. Everybody's redoing and rebooting. Yeah, really? and you know, all that I wonder if it's on the game show channel. Notice Maybe. how Rocco and I don't you know, even acknowledge you. Yeah. I did. Somebody brought back this like celebrity bowling from the 70s. And that was like on Amazon Prime or something. And you that's could watch fun. like Bob Newhart against. Like, yeah, you know, that's awesome. Dragnet or something. You know, it was cool. Last year on Netflix, they uh, were waiting on the Leslie Jones reboot of Supermarket Sweep. And so Netflix put out old supermarket sweep episodes from the very beginning. And the first or second episode that I watched, it was mesmerizing. It is such a journey into the 1990s. And you forget how far we've come. It was awesome. The fashion was incredible. The the people just being just total just goobers on television was so enjoyable to watch. And then this dude hauled. Through a supermarket. And he was, if he was playing football, I'd have him as a fullback. He'd be blocking people. You wouldn't have him as like your cornerback or wide receiver fastest on the team. But this dude put all of his body into this run in search for, I think, milk duds. (laughs) They gave him a clue and then they're like, give the clue. Can you figure it out? And he just uh, like a cannonball. That's awesome. Supermarket sweep. Oh, man. Um, here it comes. Uh-oh. Oh, no. The uh, Friday Slow Jam is coming up next. You can get a laugh at our expense. It's really easy. Rocco takes a segment from this week, slows it down at half speed, and we sound like total idiots. You'll get to enjoy it next on my talk. You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show. Uh, it is time to do something that we are very afraid of. <laughs> yeah. It's called the slow jam where Rocco takes a segment of ours, slows it down in an attempt to make us sound like dummies. Does it work? You decide for yourself. Here it goes. Well, don't you think maybe you should slow things down a little bit? Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow Florida. This time of year, their oranges are great. I want you to end up in a senior village in Florida. I think you'd like it. I think you'd do really well there. Guess who's calling bingo again? Is it Donna? When you retire, are you just going to let the Jersey accent come back? (laughs) 
Just for you. Okay, so I'll probably go back to Jersey. Oh. My sister was talking to me. She still can't believe the the your voice from the other day that we played at you when you were a teen. I know. Did the druggist do something wrong? I don't know. Okay, listen. You little idiot, I'm gonna do You're it again. Listen, the whole idea of the project was to look at the development of the child and their morals. You know. <laughs> What I'm talking about? Yeah. All right, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Do you know what it means to be swimming with the fishes? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jersey education. It fell off the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that. Okay. My mom used to work for a trucking company. Okay. She'd always bring yeah. home stuff and be like, it fell off of a truck. <laughs> and I'm like, did it though? I didn't think about it until later. I think that phrase oh, might be on the Jersey flag. <laughs> I love the truck. Our flag is just a truck. <laughs> oh, you're the best. That was funny. Donna and Steve. Oh, God. Slow jam. Rocco, your laugh. Your laugh, That's Rocco. So That's Slow the gift. <laughs> Somebody said when I do the hee 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 there that I sound like the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. They emailed me. Oh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a gift. Oh, you guys. It's are, true. Are you um? Are you full? <laughs> what else do you got? I have good news, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uncle Rocco came with a second helping of slow jams. We should slow things down. Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. Lose the owner's manual for something? Yes, every time. A website called manualslib.com has over 2 million manuals for 40,000 brands all free to access and available to download. Wow. <laughs> I I've used that and I'd go with LIBE because it probably stands for library. But other than that, yeah. Whatever, <laughs> Rocco. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh. So yeah, get I, back in your I shell. I 
did. I enjoy going to get the PDFs because I constantly lose manuals. I actually have a bin with all manuals to everything. Yeah. Oh, my word. This is super (laughs) serial killery. (laughs) The bin of manuals is is Mike's Hot Honey Sex Song. We have another another band name slash song title. Bin of Manuals, you freak. I'm, I'm so mad at you. I feel like I'm a very practical lady. <laughs> With a bin of man- manuals. You are lady with the bin of manuals. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum. I don't need this. So first of all, you're cheap. Everybody knows that. And I got a bin of manuals. Yeah. Maybe I should set up the profile for the dating <laughs> websites you're on. Oh, I'm doing the best. That was a no. Donna and Steve. I don't think so. Oh, weird. Thank you, Rocco. Thanks, Rocco. Thank you for saying all those things. <laughs> Just like I scripted them out for you. Thank oh you for living God. your life, Donna. Jeez, I don't think that's unusual. What, could you describe the bin? Is it plastic? I see yeah, it as it's a, a plastic clear bin. bin. Yeah, it's a Is clear. Is it fireproof? It's plastic. Oh, okay. It's not fireproof. But, you know, if all if something goes wrong with, it's say, fire. a lamp or the stove, I'll be like, oh, let me go into the bin. And then I'll go and find it and be like, okay, all right, where's the, you know. So I always YouTube that kind of stuff. Well, I'm going to now. Yeah. Fine. You know. But I didn't create the bin yesterday. Of course not. It's a it's a a look back at a life's work. Yeah. Hey, what are you trying to defend this somehow? If you created it yesterday, it'd be like the Manila envelope of manuals. I've got some yeah. of that yeah. stuff too. But you Soon have to understand, like you make fun of me. A <laughs> shed of manuals. I should go through it to see what I don't need anymore. She opens the shed door and they just spill they out. They come out like I'm hoarding manuals. You guys, like, Steve will make fun of me for my internet address. Because it's, you know... Oh, yeah. Where do, what's it's your a Comcast service? address. Yeah. It's just only my grandmother that I've ever known has Comcast. But I've never changed it. Just like I've never changed my cell phone number. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what? I don't have any reason to change it. It comes free with the service. Listen, you're probably right. And it's, it's, I know I am. Wait, what, this, what haven't you changed? Your Comcast thing? Like, yeah, her email is still like at Comcast. Oh, right. You know, like the email that they give you when they set up your internet and everybody's like, yeah, whatever, kid, I don't need that. I have Gmail or just like a normal up to date mail. And Donna has Comcast. It's like she, someone with Juno. You, it's, I'm the bad guy for, Judging people based on their email. Listen, Melissa Peterman, our dear friend, Minnesota Zone. We love Melissa Peterman. 
And I have made fun of her to her face about her AOL email right. address. My sister still has an AOL. Of course. It yeah. used to be, the Comcast used to be mn.rr.com. That would have been Minnesota.roadrunner, I right. think. Right, yes. it was Roadrunner. Yeah, the yes. old Roadrunner situation. I do always feel dumb, because I basically use an old like 1990s Yahoo to like sign up for things, mailing Oh, lists. now Yahoo's yeah. not no, good No, I, I feel like Yahoo is still acceptable. But, you know, my Yahoo is like named after a band I was oh, in, like, in yeah. 1996, yeah. and it's kind of yeah. Silly. Like DJ Rock Lobster. So I feel bad when I say it because then people are like, you use a weird Yahoo name? I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know that was something to be ashamed oh, of. Yeah, we're judging yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Shame is certainly what you should feel about this. Deep shame. Shame. All right, I'm, I'm going to get out. Okay. All right. I'm just going to hit a random button. Wait. Okay. Oh, okay. Scam. Oh, you chose a random one. Okay. I did. Scam. I chose a random button and that came up. Scam. Well, that was a good one. Do you thanks. remember that one? Yes. <sighs> I love that one. Scam. Who did the scam voice? I want to say Marley, and it was based on the Game of Thrones shame. Shame. Scam. Oh. Oh, yeah. It sounds like Marley. I always had that as a man. Oh, I always thought it was a woman. You hear a man there, huh? Scam. Yeah. Scam. Scam. I'm pretty sure that's Marley. But it, in a way, it doesn't sound like it. You're a scam. Oh, Did you respond fun. to your scammy text? By no, your I'm afraid. Garfield? No. Garfield, New Jersey. People Thanks, reaching guys. out to Donna this morning saying, hey, you still got that house there? She hasn't lived there in 30 years. So yeah, val- and I didn't Valentine own it. It was my parents. for sale? <laughs> is the Valentine <laughs> Plantation Oh, jeez. funny. Oh, man. Are we you, gotta go. You a big deal? Okay, never mind. Hey, okay, when we come back, we okay. actually have, it's kind of a bonus tipsy segment. Um, Business Insider put together what your coffee shop etiquette should be. And maybe as I go through these, you might realize you are one of the people that your barista just hates to oh, see walk no. in the door. We're all going to learn together. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve. It's my turn. I didn't make a new one. If that's what you're wondering, Donna. All right. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. No. I like, I want our voices back. We had one yesterday that I really liked. Now, listeners don't like this. Yeah, oh no, we get a lot of letters. (laughs) Oh, there's my uh, Pillsbury Doughboy line. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pickle them in the middle. I'll see if I can find one. Here's one with your... Stop trying so hard. We don't need you to do it. Yes, we do. We need this. This is one with your voice. I think there's a better one. <laughs> I mean, there's something kind of weird where it both sounds like you guys are making bedroom noises. Ew! Together. Yeah, we don't want that. No, no that's not nobody. But there was that. I liked the triple layered one I thought yesterday with yeah, all three of us. Didn't sound suggestive again. to me and sounded like. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I don't know where that went. I don't know. Oh, I know. I played it from my Google Drive. That's why. Sorry. Oh, nice. All right. We'll get we'll it, take it up. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about whatever you guys okay. uh, Let me give you some uh, some things. I saw a Business Insider article today. That's when you know the entertainment news is slim pickings. When you turn to Business Insider. They've got some good stuff. They actually do. They had this. Uh, it was trending on Twitter this morning. And it was eight ways that you can be a better customer for your barista. These are their eight rules of coffee shop etiquette. Number one. Curiosity is welcome, but keep the line moving. If you're yeah. new to the scene, the million and one options on the average espresso bars menu can be a little intimidating. Don't be afraid to ask questions, but 
just bear in mind, they might not have time to explain every little item if there's a line out the door. So they want to help you, but they don't want to do it for you. This is interesting because I don't have this problem at a coffee place because I always get the same thing. Yeah, you had it at Panera Bread. Oh, my gosh. I freaked out and left. I was like, the hell with this. Can't. can't. Oh, gosh, I love it. You stopped watching the reboot of Mighty Ducks, the heartwarming show on Disney Plus because it was too stressful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you abandoned, you fleed from a Panera Bread. Yeah, I ran out like screaming. Then there was Taco Bell and I had a car behind me. And I was like, I wanted just a taco with chicken in it. And I wanted it to be soft and I didn't see that anywhere on the menu. And I started freaking out and asking the person on the other end of the, you know. I'm going to describe something to you. Have you ever heard of something like this? (laughs) I love chicken. Big fan of chicken. I want a taco. I couldn't find it. And I, I just didn't like the pressure. Can it be soft? I just said, I'll just take a bean burrito then. Remember yesterday when somebody freaked out and hung up from being yeah. on the yes. Generation yeah. X games or whatever yeah. that was? I understand it completely. Yeah. Yeah, All right, what else are we supposed to be doing? Don't demand service with a smile with your barista. Uh, they're known for their friendliness, but not every cafe requires their employees to force smiles and fake pleasantries. Might be a good thing considering that at least one study on the coffee industry found that faking positive emotions is detrimental to a barista's physical and mental health. If a barista's busy or not just in the mood for a little idle chit-chat, respect their need for space. Fine. Number three, the customer's not always right with a barista. Don't act surprised when your cappuccino doesn't have the same thick layer of foam if you order if you order your drink vegan. Soy and almond milks don't foam as well as their dairy counterparts. So don't come at me. Take what I gave you. Can I tell you what happened one time to me? Okay. So I asked for a medium iced latte with one Splenda in it. Nice. They put the Splenda in it, but then they squirted syrup in it. No. So when I took a sip, all I tasted was pure sugar. So I had to go park my car, go inside, and say, guys, I'm sorry. I I need you to remake this. Mm. And then I felt like a Karen. It's good that you had the courage to do it, though. I'd probably be like, well, I always view every fast food encounter as this is one little tile in the mosaic of my fast food experience. <laughs> so if it's a bad one, that's okay. It'll just make up like the chin. I get and it. other ones are the smile. Yeah. Whereas no, my I'm... wife is much more go back, they got it wrong. And I'm like, oh I'm, okay. I mean, I get it if it's a small mistake, like they put pickles on your burger, but they dumped so much sugar in yeah. the I it was inedible. Yeah. Well and you know what? To my wife's credit and yours in that scenario, you're right, though. You're the paying customer. Yeah, like you don't have to be a jerk about yeah. it. You could just go, hey, hey I know this, this is off. a hassle, but yeah. 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 Uh, all right, I'm going to rattle through a few more. Be patient with your barista, okay? Like that's not, oftentimes a thankless job. They're moving yeah, and grooving and blending is. and frothing. And then they're making your drinks. Make yourself comfortable, but not too comfortable oh okay like don't go like bare feet up don't try to like get all express all of your weird political ideologies in that starbucks right just chill out man okay be respectful be a respectful remote worker if you're doing your work there in starbucks just be mindful make room for new customers you know you don't just like get to rent out 
the comfy chair for four hours because you have a paper to write. You know, right. just be kind of mindful of that. That's. I think it's nice that they let you linger so long. You know. Do after- you have to let it linger? So, for <laughs> like a four dollar cup of coffee, such a you get to sit there all day. Fool for you, cranberries. For sure, it's a good tune. You got me wrapped around your finger. Oh, Irish, yes. Oh, Dolores. You still have to let it linger. Yeah, R.I.P. Dolores. Um, Steve, this one was called Donna Noise plus Rocco. (laughs) So I think this is you doing the stretch, Donna doing the noise, and me also stretching. (laughs) I like that one. And then there's another one called Steve Noise plus Rocco. That's the one. That's the one I want it to be forever. Okay. Play it one more time. I really like that it starts with the which is just not how people stretch. Donna loves this. All right, Donna. Here Donna realizes that she. Go ahead, Donna. Bring us back from break. No, just do all right, it. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. Donna, you There's knew. like a disconnect. When you allowed me to become part of this show. I fought it. I <laughs> Remember Steve. You thought. knew that part of your reputation was instantly In jeopardy. dead. Yes. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you are. God, you oh, guys. Oh, man. I used to be... I used to be really polished and professional. Yeah, you have gotten so much looser and weirder on air. Honest to goodness, if you listen to tape of your first day with us together, the gas leak has infected you too, man. <laughs> You're there. You were boiling the frog. You didn't even know uh, it. We gotta go. Um, the good news is it's Friday. Woo! Yeah. yeah Rocco, you're supposed to play our Friday sing-along oh, song. That, you're in timeout. You See, once you told were... me you didn't want to do it anymore. Now you're no. just mad. Yeah, she gets like this. <laughs> no, um, then you're hey, playing around, not paying attention. Listen yeah. to new episodes of Deep in the Shallow out now uh, from Bradley and Colleen of Colleen and Bradley. You can listen to all my talk shows on the app, MyTalk1071. Download it today. We love you guys. Have a great weekend.